the FFP. Just me here today. Rob won't be here. I'll talk about that in a second, but I'm here to bring to you week five fantasy football injury updates. Just going to let you guys know, give a rundown on everything that we couldn't update you on on our Sunday or Monday video or Tuesday video, excuse me, um, because we just needed some more time. We're going to be talking about a lot of different injuries in this video, and we're not going to talk about anything else. We're going to do a little bit of fantasy player outlooks based on some of these situations, but not for every single one. Things have been a crazy week. In fact, the reason Rob can't be in this video is a family member of ours had to go to the ER at about 4 a.m. Friday night because they were having a lot of seizures. They took their emergency med and then they had an allergic reaction and had a hard time breathing. So things have been really crazy around here. And so uh, Rob couldn't be in the video. And then I, I just cut out the additional topic and we're just going to do the injury updates because as always, what we do here, we want to do it well. I don't want to do two things poorly. I want to do one thing well. So that's that. As always, I'd let you know that there are timestamps down in the description sending you to each position. I'm not going to timestamp each player because some of these players I'm going to talk about very briefly. Um, and that's the other thing being we're going to go by position starting at quarterback like usual. Uh, it's going to be a pretty interesting video. Again, we're going to do a little bit of fantasy outlook. Some definitely some injuries that surprised me this week. Um, and so that's going to be interesting, especially for some of those owners, what you guys are going to do. And that's the other thing that I'd say this is a really good chance, a last second chance to drop a comment and ask a starts at question. Maybe you're surprised at Devonte Adams health this week and you just learned that he's not going to be playing, which is true. Um, then, hey, maybe drop a comment down below. Let's talk about your options of replacements, but I'm not going to waste any more time. I say that every week and you know what? Every week I still waste your guys' time. So my apologies for that, but let me quit wasting your time. Let's get into it. We're going to start off with the quarterbacks. All right, so first guy we're going to talk about is Cam Newton. He hasn't been playing this week. He's been ruled out for week five against the Jacksonville Jaguars. That's going to give Kyle Allen another opportunity to start this week, although playing against that really heating up that Jaguars defense that's getting a lot better. Uh, probably one to avoid starting him this week. Mitchell Trubisky with, I believe it is a torn labrum in his shoulder. I'm not a medical professional, and I'm probably pronouncing that word wrong, uh, but he didn't practice Thursday. He is out for week five against the Oakland Raiders. Sam Darnold, he is also ruled out for week five this week against the Philadelphia Eagles um, with, I believe, Mono. Again, I don't know what's going on there, but this it really seems to be dragging on. And as well as I believe Trevor Simeon is questionable. I, I know that for a fact. I don't believe that. And so I believe what it's looking like right now, Luke Falk is going to get another start. Josh Allen is on the concussion protocol. He was limited in practice Thursday, and he's questionable for week five at Tennessee. This is starting to be an interesting situation. Even if he does play, this concussion does look really bad. I was watching that. It looked like he got knocked out cold. I have a hard time believing if he plays, he's even 100% mentally. As good as their record is, the Bills, as good as they've played, I, I think he's going to sit this week, and I think it's going to be a tough week against that great Tennessee defense. Case Keenum, foot. He was limited in practice Thursday, and he's questionable for week five versus the New England Patriots. This is a perfect opportunity for the Redskins this year to give first start to Dwayne Haskins. I think that's going to happen. I'm making that prediction. So I wouldn't start either of these fantasy quarterbacks either way because that Patriots defense, at least of, as of right now, is best in the NFL. They have been unbelievably dominant. Check out our start sit video. Rob talked about the Patriots. They have been scary, scary good. Drew Brees, with his thumb injury, still hasn't been practicing. He will not play this week versus Tampa Bay, giving Teddy Bridgewater another start. Though the fantasy numbers have been far from elite, I probably wouldn't start him. Um, they really struggle to find the end zone quite a bit there, at least in the passing attack. 
All right, so now we'll move on to the running backs. And the first guy we're going to talk about is Marlon Mack. Marlon Mack struggling with an ankle injury is questionable for week five this week versus the Kansas City Chiefs. I'm going to say right now, we don't know a whole lot about this situation. It has been kind of a murky area right now. Um, this is going to be a game time decision. So I'm going to pause the video a little bit and I'm going to go on a little rant. Guys, if you want to win a fantasy championship, if you want to go from an okay fantasy team to a great fantasy team, you know what you have to do that so many people underestimate? Turning on your TV, flipping at your phone, whatever it is you want to do, 10 minutes before the game at 11.30, 11.45, 11.50 on Sunday morning and just check. Just check these guys. I'll tell you what, this is a problem that is going to grow and going to grow all season long as the injuries continue to pile up. This idea of we just don't know until the coaches tell us right before the game. And that's really a kind of what we can file Marlon Mack under at this point. Marlon Mack is a guy you should start if he plays. Obviously, if he sits, don't start him. I'll move on now to Tevin Coleman. Tevin Coleman, he was limited in practice on Thursday, but hey, he practiced. He is questionable for week five versus Cleveland. In my eyes, this means he's probably going to play. They have to put him on this list because if a guy doesn't play and he's not on the injury list, I believe the team actually gets in some trouble. That's why the NFL coaches and the teams are actually forced to put out their injury um, they're kind of injury updates. I believe they put one out Friday and then they put out an inactive one Sunday at about 11 or 11.30, whatever it may be. Anyways, Tevin Coleman, even if he does play, don't start him this week with Raheem Mostart, with Matt Breida, him there. I mean, that is just an absolutely loaded backfield and I guess the prototypical running back by committee system. Uh, I want to go scrape my tongue off because just the sound of that phrase uh, makes me very uncomfortable as a fantasy owner, but that's really what it is to so avoid that situation. Um, another situation, sort of the opposite, an injury, which is going to get them out of that sort of situation, is Justin Jackson struggling with a cap. He did not practice on Thursday, and he is doubtful for Week 5 versus the Denver Broncos. few things happening here. One, doubtful is pretty much code for he's not going to play. The reason that they put him as doubtful is that if they, if they change their mind, if they do want to play him, maybe something happens with Austin Eckler, maybe something happens with Melvin Gordon. Uh, they want him as a possible option, but it really doesn't look good. He hasn't been practicing. Again, doubtful is really just coach speak for he's not going to play unless we have to play him. And so this is a great situation. Uh, because we're coming in, he's been getting some touches, he's been getting some snaps, and he's been playing for the Chargers just to take a little bit of pressure off Austin Eckler, who has been absolutely dominant this year. They get Melvin Gordon back and even said, hey, Melvin Gordon's going to return as his role or into his role as the number one back in our offense. But that's going to take some time, man. That guy has got some rust to work off. I mean, you see guys who come in, have been playing preseason, have been playing all year, or excuse me, been practicing all offseason, but playing all preseason, come into week one, and they're still rusty. Now you take a guy who going against not rusty players, who've had a few weeks to practice, who've had a few weeks to play, and who've looked good, and he's got to come in and compete against them. It's going to be a very difficult week for Melvin Gordon. And so Justin Jackson being out is going to be very beneficial for him in getting more carries and snaps on the field. I still wouldn't start Melvin Gordon. I think there's too much rust. I think there's too much concern. Um, but what I was kind of talking about with somebody, this is certainly a situation where I would wait and see. Melvin Gordon has a bad week and everyone panics, not understanding that it's going to take him some time to get back into football shape. And I can talk about that more in the comments if you guys like to talk about that. It's a really interesting thing. But 
Um, and then I would trade for him. I know there's a lot of people who are saying, oh, he's going to have this great week. He's probably not. And I don't think that's an indication of him being a bad running back if he has a bad week. It's an indication of him needing time to get back into it. Many of you guys are mature fantasy owners. You watch our channel a lot and you already know that I was going to say that. But I wanted to put that out there and do my due diligence. Excuse me. So we'll move on now with running back Devin Singletary. He was limited in practice Thursday and is questionable week five versus Tennessee. He is struggling with a pulled hamstring, I believe it is. This is a very difficult situation to be in because you've got him banged up. You've got Josh Allen, who's questionable. If either single, so obviously this is really obvious, but if Devin Singletary sits, don't start him in your fantasy lineup. If Josh Allen sits, don't start him in your fantasy lineup. I mean, seriously. You're missing your quarterback versus Tennessee's defense, and Frank Gore's been playing well. I mean, you really got three, I'd say four good reasons. His injury, Josh Allen's injury, Frank Gore's been playing better, and a tough Tennessee defense. You've got four solid reasons to bench this guy. I don't even think if he plays, there's still a lot of scenarios where even if he plays, you still probably don't put him in your fantasy lineup. So this is going to be a good week. As a owner of him, which I am in many leagues, I'm still hoping he plays. I'm still hoping he looks healthy. I'm still hoping he performs well. Not because I'm going to start him this week, but because I'd love to see some positive upward momentum in him to start to take that role away from Frank Gore. Move on now to Rex Burkhead. Uh, this guy's struggling with a foot injury. He was limited in practice. He's questionable for week five against Washington. It's an interesting situation. I don't think that he's going to play. You've got James White, one of the most very versatile, prolific running backs in the NFL. He is super highly used in that offense, and he is crucial to the success of that team. Every year, watch what the Patriots do in the playoffs. He is a key role of that offense. And you've got Sony Michelle, far from an elite running back, far from fantastic, but he's a bruiser. He's between the tackles guy. They can hand him off the ball. He'll hold on to it and he'll get them some yards. And it is an easy blowout game versus Washington. So if Rex Burkhead is banged up, if there's even a chance he doesn't play, you know, if there's even a chance that he's going to re-injure himself or set himself back, you have to think that the Patriots, as smart as they are, are not going to be playing that guy this week. Um, an update on Saquon Barkley because somebody asked. He didn't practice Thursday. He is marked as out this week versus Minnesota. I saw another fantasy site um, on Instagram or on YouTube. I believe they're on both, but I believe they posted it to Instagram saying that Barkley might play this week. They're incorrect. Every other site that I've seen, every other analyst, every other report from the coaches, everything that I know right now says Barkley will not play. There's no reason for him to play whatsoever in a against a very tough Vikings defense when he just hasn't had enough time off with a tough high ankle sprain when he is the future of your team. I mean, as good as Daniel Jones has looked and he's looked pretty good, it's still that offense, that team, the face of that franchise is Barkley. He's not going to play this week. I mean, I will eat my toe if he plays this week. Um, I've never used that phrase before. I'll probably never use it again, but wow. So there's that just to let you guys know because I, I hate false information. I hate confusion again. So uh, don't play him this week. He is not going to be playing. Move on now to Jamal Williams. He's got a concussion. He didn't practice. He is not playing. He is ruled out against the Dallas Cowboys. And we're going to talk more about the Packers injuries and the Dallas Cowboys later. That's something I'm excited for. 
Um, moving on again, I keep saying moving on. I guess we need more phrases here at the FFP. But Damian Williams, he's got his knee issues going on that he is recovering from. He's set to recover this week, and he is questionable week five versus the Indianapolis Colts. I think a lot of people would like to see him play. I'm curious to see him play. If he does, of course, that takes a lot of value away from Daryl Williams. Daryl Williams performed well, but as they PPR pass catching back, that will be Damian Williams' role. And of course, LaShawn McCoy is there who can also catch, who can also run. Uh, Damian Williams is going to come in as the RB2 at least when he comes back in. So I think he's going to play this week. I would probably hold off on starting him because he's still banged up. That roster's loaded with talent. But um, you know, it's going to be something to watch. And this is, again, comes down to a mature fantasy owner. Even if he isn't your starting lineup, pay attention to how he plays and how he does. But that is my wrap up for the running backs. I don't have any more key running back injuries to discuss. So I'm going to stop that now. We're going to move on to the wide receivers. All right, so we've got Christian Kirk. He is struggling with an ankle injury. He did not practice on Thursday, although I didn't see what he did on Friday. Fridays are really weird. The reason that I always come out and say, here's what they did on Thursday, Fridays are very hard to measure. A guy can practice on Thursday and still not play in the game. That's because Thursdays are very different from other NFL practices. Some teams will give guys Friday Fridays off. Sometimes that happens. Sometimes they're just in the film room. Sometimes they're just doing stretches and warm-ups. Sometimes they're just going over plays. Oftentimes with many teams, there's not even contact on Fridays. So yeah, um, I didn't actually check into that, but I didn't need to because we found out Christian Kirk He's already ruled out for week five versus Cincinnati. As far as the fantasy outlook goes, that gives a huge boost to Larry Fitzgerald. Larry Fitzgerald has already been a stud fantasy wide receiver this year and a steal for some of you guys who drafted him, um, really even though many people were overlooking him. He's going to get increased targets against a bad Bengals defense. Should be a good matchup for him for sure. I don't know why this video is slowly turning into a start-sit video, but I really want to do the fantasy outlook stuff. And the next situation, Devontae Adams and the Green Bay Packers. Let's talk about that. So Devontae Adams is struggling with a turf toe injury. Again, doesn't sound, and I've said this a million times, turf toe doesn't sound like a major injury that's going to keep a professional football player out of playing, but it is. He didn't practice Thursday, and he is ruled out for week five against the Dallas Cowboys. Now, that's really telling, guys. This is a big matchup against a good Cowboys defense. They were allowed what? I believe so. Uh, excuse me. Rob did the research. Wow, that was really tough. Kind of a tongue twister. Rob did the research for the Packers-Cowboys game, and I believe he said that the Cowboys have given it the fifth fewest fantasy points to wide receivers. So you go out of or you come out of a matchup against the Eagles. If you're the Packers, you come out of an Eagles matchup where they put up like a ton of points on you guys, and they really lit up that defense, and that looked like a very good offense. And so you identify, hey, our defense has some problems. We're playing a better offense this week and a better defense, a better team as a whole, and our best offensive weapon, other than Rodgers, of course, Devontae Adams is out, you know, yeah, that must be a legitimate injury, must be a legitimate concern. Now, Scantling and Geronimo Allison bump up in the depth chart. Uh, from what we've seen from snaps and targets, uh, Marquez Valdez-Scantling is the number two wide receiver, and this week will become the number one, with Geronimo Allison becoming the number two. Me and Rob talked about this back and forth left and right all day and this is something that goes sort of against traditional logic which is Marcus Valdez-Scantling gets more snaps and will be the number one wide receiver this week but we actually have a strong feeling kind of a, a bold sort of a risky play but that Geronimo Allison could have a better fantasy week and that just simply comes down to the fact that would you rather have a wide receiver two playing against a cornerback one or a wide receiver three playing against a cornerback two 
And that's really about matchups. With the attention that Marcus Valdez Scantling is going to get against that top corner, who is used to playing guys like Devontae Adams or DeAndre Hopkins or tons of other great wideouts, you have to think that uh, Geronimo Allison could have a better week this week. And again, this is as both risky plays, but with Devontae Adams out and how many points that uh, Dallas Cowboys team could very well put up against the Packers, not that they will, but they very well could, this could be a very good week for both wide receivers could also be a bad week there, both risky plays. But again, I think the risky plays sometimes are worth worth it. Paris Campbell with his abdomen issues. I'm not 100% sure what's going on there, but he has been ruled out for week five versus Kansas City, which is interesting because T.Y. Hilton is also pretty banged up. I'm actually going to scroll down in my notes so we can get straight to T.Y. Hilton right now because it just makes sense at this point. T.Y. Hilton is struggling with a quadricep. I believe it was like a pulled or a torn quadricep. I don't know exactly what it was. He is questionable for week five at Kansas City. With Paris Campbell out, T.Y. Hilton is more likely to play. Um, I was already expecting him to play this week I was already feeling like he would but with Paris Campbell out he almost definitely has to in a matchup like this this bumps wide receiver Zach Pascal who's been slowly rising up and really playing pretty good the last few weeks I believe he has 125 yards and a touchdown over the last two games that makes him a sneaky sleeper start this week that I definitely like so I'll go back up in my notes to where I was but just wanted to get that uh, Indianapolis Colts situation out of the way uh, Sammy Watkins with a shoulder. He is questionable for week five versus the Indianapolis Colts. That is an interesting situation. I believe it's odd that he was questionable last week, but ended up playing. He's a guy who's been banged up for a couple weeks now, at least from what I've seen. Um, again, I feel like I'm saying this a lot this week, and maybe I've just got too much faith in guys. I expect him to play, but he is an absolute game time decision. I wouldn't be surprised if he didn't. With the depth they have on that team, with Travis Kelsey, with the way that Demarcus Robinson played, with McCole Hardman. People love McCole Hardman. If you're getting your running back, Damian Williams, back, you got LaShawn McCoy. You know, there is definitely room for him to sit and rest up, though he may not. Tyreek Hill, since we're on the Chiefs' uh, shoulder, he is limited in practice Thursday, but he did practice. He will still be out this week against the Indianapolis Colts, but just want to let you guys know that things are progressing and a week six return is possible. Deshaun Jackson, struggling with an abdomen, abdomen issue, excuse me, didn't play on, or didn't practice on Thursday and has been ruled out against the Jets this week. Although, if you just beat the Packers and you're going in against the Jets with their quarterback number three, I don't think they're going to be pulling out all the stops. They may just be giving this guy an extra week to rest just because. Wide receiver Taylor Gabriel with a concussion. He is ruled out for week five versus the Oakland Raiders. So, of course, that's going to add some extra value and targets to Allen Robinson. I don't think that's going to be a prolific offense, but in a PPR league, the extra touches to Robinson could mean extra points. Brandon Cook's concussion. He is a game-time decision. If he plays, he has low value. Guys, see what Cooper Cup has done. I got absolutely lambasted and roasted. I mean, people were just at my throat for suggesting at the beginning of this season, which I said that Cooper Cup was going to be better this year than he was last year. People insisted that I was stupid. So far, that seems to be the case, and that definitely takes away from his value, especially as he's banged up. With other options like Robert Woods, they've got a couple of tight ends that are okay. The touchdown production out of Todd Gurley has been great. I mean, they're not sitting here thinking, we're desperately needing this guy. And so with a concussion and the way the NFL has been about concussions over the last few seasons, I'm expecting that he won't play this week. Um, and again, and that comes down to the real cautiousness that they have to be or else lawsuits start to come in. 
Move on now to wide receiver John Ross. He's been placed on the IR. This is a huge boost, a massive boost this week to wide receiver Tyler Boyd, who's already averaging like 11 targets a game. That number is going to go up even more. And again, he's in a good matchup against the Arizona Cardinals. So I like Tyler Boyd this week, really capitalizing on John Ross, who is on the IR. Looks like he's going to be on the IR for quite a while. Uh, wide receiver Dontrell Inman, quadriceps. He is also placed on the IR. Julian Edelman, he was limited in practice, but I think, again, they've got this easy matchup, and I've talked about this earlier a little bit with the Patriots. You've got an easy matchup against the Washington Redskins. You've got plenty of other guys like Philip Dorsett, who's played well. You've got Josh Gordon. You've got James White out of the backfield, and you're probably going to be running the ball most of the game. I think that what they're going to do is he's probably going to play. Uh, but they're resting him. They're being smart. They don't want to re-injure this guy. The New England Patriots, the way that they've been playing, they pulled out a tough win against the Bills. I believe they're 4-0. They're doing great. And I think that they are just being cautious. They're just being smart. And everyone knows it, and the Patriots know it. They're not playing for next week. They're playing for a Super Bowl. They're playing for playoffs. They're playing for a division title. Next week is not that big of a deal to them, and I wouldn't be surprised if they look past the Washington Redskins. I feel like I'm kind of roasting Redskins fans right now. My apologies, but things aren't looking too great on that defensive side, though. You know what? Hey, I'm excited to see what Dwayne Haskins can do in his first start this week. At least I think that will be the case. So we got wide receiver Tyrell Williams struggling with a foot injury. Um, he is questionable for week five against the Chicago Bears. Now, this is an interesting situation. He has been so dominant. He has found the end zone so well this year. This guy is like a hound who can sniff out the end zone. But you're playing banged up with a foot injury against a tough Bears team. Even if he does play, he is relegated down to a wide receiver, low wide receiver, two high wide receiver, three. You do have to play him if he plays. You do have to start him. But again, that'll be a game time decision to monitor. Excuse me. Wide receiver Julius Smith-Schuster. Uh, he didn't practice on Thursday and is questionable this week versus Baltimore. Another guy who, even if he plays, you have to start him if he plays, but he's struggling with a toe injury and has a tough matchup, which very well means that he could struggle. Uh, Julius Smith-Schuster, this is an interesting situation in that toe injury. Devontae Adams is sitting out due to a toe injury. Turf toe, that is. Not quite the same thing as Schuster. That is a game-time decision that could go either way. As the team, yes, you want him to play. As Juju Smith-Schuster, he may want to take the week off. Who knows? Um, and that'd be interesting. I'd love to get your guys' comments down below and let me know. Make some predictions. I'd love to see who you guys think is going to be playing this week and who will not be. AJ Green, he is ruled out this week. People are starting to get uh, kind of hyped up, starting to get a little bit excited about, hey, it's about time for AJ Green to return. I wonder when that's going to be, probably week six or week seven, though I hate again, I don't like to do predictions way out because things change so much. Michael Gallup struggling with a knee in his meniscus. Uh, he was limited in practice and is questionable for week five versus the Green Bay Packers. That is an interesting situation. This is a big matchup. I wonder if they're going to copy what the Packers did and sit like Devontae Adams is sitting, if they're going to sit Michael Gallup. Who knows? Again, that'll be a game time decision to check. Uh, we already talked about T.Y. Hilton. Wide receiver Travis Benjamin and Mike Williams. Benjamin is struggling with a hip injury and Mike Williams with his back. I believe it's been a couple of weeks since Mike Williams has played. And I should stop saying the phrase, I believe. I always say that because if I ever accidentally say something wrong, people will absolutely get on me and I'll say, oh, well, I believe, you know, whatever. But, uh, but I'll say I believe when I know it for a fact. And then people will be like, are you sure that's true? And like, no, I'm actually, I know that for a fact. I don't know why I do that. But anyways, they played Denver this week in a difficult matchup. 
Travis Benjamin or Mike Williams, one of those guys is going to play. I, I seriously, I seriously doubt that both of them are going to be out. When you look at it, Mike Williams is questionable. Benjamin's questionable. Henry's out. Virgil Green looks like he's going to be out. And Justin Jackson is out. Someone in this offense, other than Keenan Allen and Phillip Rivers, has to play. And so, oh, man. And you know, it's funny. I just said that. But then it's like, wait, they still have Austin Eckler. They've got Melvin Gordon coming back. It's like, that offense is going to be fine. But they do need a wide receiver, too. They absolutely do. So I, I think one of those guys is going to play. And uh, coming in as a wide receiver three, whoever plays is probably a guy to start this week. Terry McLaurin, he's got that hamstring thing going on and a tough matchup against the Patriots. He was uh, he was limited in practice Thursday, but I think he's going to play this week. Um, otherwise, they probably would have arrested him even more. We all know how hamstrings can be. Hamstrings will look fine, but have a very high chance of re-injury. So they wouldn't even be practicing him unless they think that he's going to be playing this week. All right, so let's talk about the tight ends, and we'll start off with Hunter Henry. He is still hurt. His knee is not good enough. He will not be playing this week. Um, one thing I wanted to mention, people are asking, why do you mention a guy like Hunter Henry or Saquon Barkley in your videos when they have been out for a while and will continue to be out? And that's just for clarity. And I think that some people, if you don't mention it, will they will forget. And I completely understand that there's a lot of names to keep track of in the NFL. So as always, I'd just rather be thorough, and that's really what we're trying to do here. But move on to Jordan Reed with a concussion. He didn't practice this Thursday. He is out. He's been marked as out week five versus the New England Patriots. Seems like a lot of Redskins players are banged up, that's for sure. Could be a very easy matchup for them, and going to be tough if Dwayne Haskins gets his first start. Good luck to him. That is going to be tough, tough week for him. But moving on now to TJ Hawkinson with his concussion. He has been ruled out this week and is already marked as 
questionable for week six. So yeah, that tells you just how slim the odds are of him playing. And for those of you wondering, because that was really weird, I had to check it like six times. This was according to the official NFL injury release information that the coaches have to give out. I believe they have to give one out on Friday around noonish, and then they give one out for inactives Sunday morning at about 11:30. But we'll move on. Yeah, that was a really weird injury situation. I kept doing a double take, like that's so weird. Why is that the case? But Tyler Croft ankle. Uh, he is out this week. This is going to be another good week to watch Dawson Knox. Somebody left a comment in our start sit video saying, what about Tyler Croft? When Rob was talking about Dawson Knox actually being a pretty good tight end, a um, few things happening. Tyler Croft has not had a crazy good career. He's had a very underperforming career and Knox has looked really good. This continuing injury has given Knox even more time to really show us that I think he is the number one tight end in that offense. Tyler Croft will always have a role in two tight end sets coming in as a replacement and as a solid blocker, but it looks like Knox, at least as right now, is really the guy in Buffalo. Virgil Green, he is questionable this week versus Denver. He's been limited in practice and he's uh, got something going on with a pulled groin. Vance McDonald struggling with his shoulder injury is questionable this week versus Baltimore. It's really interesting. Last year they traded for a tight end at Jesse James and they traded for Vance McDonald because they were unhappy with their tight ends. And then this year they traded for Nick Vanette. I don't know if it's because Vance McDonald has been underperforming and they want to try to get a better tight end or maybe they just want to add some depth or maybe they know that this guy's injury is bad and they need to find a replacement for a few weeks. I don't know what that situation is. My best bet is they're just adding depth so I wouldn't overthink it. Uh, but he is quite Questionable this week and in a tough matchup against the Ravens with uh, Mason Rudolph far from an elite quarterback, probably a tight end to stay away from. And, and finally, the last guy I want to talk about is tight end Vernon Davis. He is also on concussion protocol and is out for week five versus the New England Patriots. Uh, there are no tight ends in that Redskins system that I trust to come up off the bench and to have a really good system or have a really good day with both those top guys out, both Jordan Reed and Vernon Davis. So that rounds out our tight ends. Let's get into the last thing. We're going to talk about a few more things before this video ends, but that is about it. So let's move on and we'll get talking about the last few things here. All right, so the last player that I wanted to talk about was kicker Steven Goskowski. Uh, he is on the IR. Looks like he is going to be out for the season. And the New England Patriots went and replaced him with previous Bengals kicker Mike Nugent. And... Um, I'm not going to say, hey, pick up Mike Nugent, start this guy this week, maybe if you're looking for a stream, but he's a guy to watch. This was a guy who in years past had some very good fantasy value back when Dalton and A.J. Green were running really kind of running sort of a high powered Bengals offense that they're not quite running anymore. But watch that guy. He may be a good stream kicker in the future. And again, in that Patriots system, um, I could very well see him kicking a lot of field goals. However, I don't trust him. It's a wait and see situation. But yes, Goskowski is a guy to drop at this point because I don't think he'll be playing the rest of the season whatsoever. Um, but that is really our roundup for our players this week. As always, um, I want to apologize that Rob is not in this video, that we didn't do anything other than the injuries. Again, things have been absolutely crazy. I don't know if you guys pray at all, if you're religious, you go to church. But if you do, if you could pray for my sister Gabby, having a lot of health issues, that has been a very scary situation to be involved in. Um, but leave a comment down below. I've got a lot of free time hanging out, making sure everything is okay at the house. So leave a comment down below. I will try to answer it and we will square your lineups away for this week. So always God bless and you guys have a great day.